0: Welcome Welcome to to Teen Up, Up, a podcast that digs deeper into the thoughts of teenagers' minds about the wonders of the world.
1: If you're new here, I am your host, Isabella.
0: And I'm Glenn. If you're not, welcome back.
1: Here's a quick disclaimer. If we made any mistakes, please email us and tell us. Thank you.
0: This month, we're going to take you on a trip across Taiwan. We have multiple locations with a clear guide to give you the best tour ever. Today, our first location is Penghu.
1: So in case you didn't know, no, most of you guys probably don't know where Penghu is. Um, Penghu is an archipelago composed of 90 individual islands. So compared to Taiwan it is in it is located southwest of the whole island and Penghu is basically a place where it is mainly hot and I'm going to say it's super hot in the summer it is like I went on a trip to Penghu actually just um a few days ago and it was extremely hot and Penghu is they're, they're like really A lot of little islands, right? Mm -hmm. And they barely have any trees. And when I say they barely have any trees, it's weird. They're plants, they they have like leaves, but the leaves don't grow on the top. They grow on the bottom because like it's so hot that the leaves won't eat like can't even grow. It's hot.
0: And they have a lot of cacti.
1: Yes, they have a whole lot of cacti. Yeah, that's a whole other story about cacti. Anyways. Um but it is a great place for you to go during... Still still a great place for you to go during summer vacation because there are a lot of on-water activities that mm-hmm. Penghu really likes tourists to come and play. And they have things like scuba diving or stand-up paddling and uh, canoeing. So the first thing that I would suggest... You to do after right after you get off the plane to Penghu is to do these water activities. It's super important because you're not going to get used to how hot Penghu is, and it's it, the water is cool, and it is the best to just get into the water right after you feel the heat. Right? Yeah. So the one that I went to for my trip is the Penghu PIDC International Diving Center. And it has all the three activities that I just mentioned, canoeing, scuba diving, and stand-up paddling. And you could participate in those activities as you wish at that center.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, so it was really interesting for uh, the trip that I took a few days ago because they actually had us... Like, I, I went on this trip with a group of people too. So those instructors... that center, were asking us to like pick three, uh, pick two activities out of three, and I personally chose stand up paddling and scuba diving. I think scuba diving, their ocean water is really clear. Like the water at Penghu is very clear; you could see the bottom of the ocean, even like even if it's like two to three meters below you, and it is mostly clean. Um, there are really few trash that I saw in the ocean. So I think that's a super big plus because in Taiwan, uh, I-, I wouldn't say especially the northern part, like those seashores near Taipei, um, those aren't really clean and there are a lot of tourists there. But when I took this trip and went to this um, center and did these activities, the water was extremely clean and it They didn't have a lot of tourists, so I think this is a great activity to go to.
0: Was the thing that you went to like an exclusive club thing?
1: I, I don't think this center is like exclusive to anyone, but for sure it has great water and those instructors were really nice and they were very informative towards the safety rules and everything. And I think this is a great trip to take. And for the scuba diving, I saw a lot of fish. Less than I expected but <laughs> i wouldn't say it's a lot lot less and for the stand-up paddling i truly loved it um they were they taught us how to like stand up on the board so that we could try doing that um i did fell off the board when i was uh paddling standing up but the water was really clean and it was really cool so i think it's a great activity for hot days mm-hmm. and yeah and the water is actually more salty than the water around Taiwan like the water in Penghu is more salty Ooh, and yeah I could barely taste my lunch after that <laughs> but <laughs> but it's still very fun to jump in the water and you know play in the water for a little while yeah and after that that place does have lunch and dinner they do have a Restaurant there, and you could order stuff and sit there and look at the ocean for like an afternoon activity and just stay there with your friends and family.
0: Um, so I also think, like, if you're going to Penghu, you should like eat um cacti products
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and the cacti products you mentioned, for sure, I saw a lot of those. And since Poho is a really hot place, they sell a lot of ice creams and mm-hmm. popsicles. They they sell a lot of popsicles as well. And all these shops had cactus flavors for these products. And it's really cool because I didn't expect cact- cactus flavor to be pink.
0: Yeah, that was like a very weird thing to me at first when I went there mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I just I don't think it has a flavor
1: that yes. <laughs> it's the
0: color. That's, that's what it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't even know if cactus is actually pink on the inside. Like, I don't even know. Maybe that's even just the food coloring.
0: Maybe it's just like a scam that people just runs for decades.
1: I don't know. <laughs> like, honestly, no idea. <laughs> we, should but, not, yeah. we should not
0: spread, like, conspiracy theories like that.
1: <laughs> but, you know, y'all could go check it out yourself and see if it's true, you know? <laughs> but, yes, I agree with you how the cactus flavor does not have any taste.
0: But you should try it still. Yeah. Because it's very hot. And everywhere you go, you have, like, cactus popsicles. And you're just... You're just eventually going to buy one because it's so hot.
1: Yeah, it's like when you go to Japan, like Hokkaido. Mm -hmm. Like when you go to Hokkaido in Japan, you have to get like milk flavored ice cream because there are a lot of cows there and they produce a lot of milk. And it's basically the same thing. Like you have to try it for once, even though you may not like it very much. It's it's a thing you have to try. That's what tourists do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so that is basically for the one day. And it's just really fun to, you know, stay at the beach and even stay there for the sunfall. Okay, so for the end of the day when you're having dinner, it is super important for you to have seafood, right? Because you're at Penghu, you're surrounded by water. What are you going to eat? Seafood, for sure.
0: Okay, so for the first night, I'm thinking that we can also, like, go fishing, um, squids. Um, it's, like, what people do when they go to Penghu. Basically, you just, like, get a ticket and get on a boat, and you don't need to bring anything. They would give you, like, the rod, the bait, and they will teach you how to, like, put the bait on the rod and then, like, put it into the ocean, but, to be honest, I don't think it is, like, seriously fair to fish. It's more like an experience type of
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I think they have a lot of those stuff for, like, tourists. Even in Taipei, they have those fishing shrimp places. But that's a little different, because they are meant for you to actually get the shrimps.
0: Yeah. But that's a whole different thing. Um. So... That was fun, as I remembered, because you don't really get the chance to be on a fishing boat and then go out to actually fish something. But they, at the end, would actually, like, just give you squid to eat, even though mm-hmm. you don't fish anything, which is very normal. Mm-hmm. 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 And they, at the same time, would, like, fish. And as I remember, they did get the squid. So that was fun. And you can actually see, like, the squid leave the water and, like, spraying all this dark um, thingy all over the place. Wait,
1: for real? That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that was, like, part of it. So it was cool. I mean, they, they didn't plan it, of course. They, someone actually, like, fished the squid. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is very cool to see, like, a live thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh uh-huh, Yeah. So I think yeah.
0: um, if you're going to Penghu, you should definitely do that. It's a cool experience. Yeah, for sure. So after the break, we're going to talk about the second day
1: welcome back now we're going to talk about the second day of our trip to Penghu. so as I've mentioned before Ponghu is an archipelago of 90 islands and there are three bigger islands clustered together
0: and it forms like a u-shape
1: yeah yeah and basically you're able to drive around these islands because people uh, have built big bridges in between these islands. So you're able to go across these three islands uh, like in one trip. And the f- really interesting thing that kind of shook me was that it only takes 40 minutes to go across these three islands. It's so it, it, it's such a small place and, these islands are all very small, but they for sure have their attractions and things that make people want to go.
0: They even have a McDonald's. Yeah. Wait, I'm telling you, I had McDonald's there.
1: Seriously? <laughs> yes.
0: Because wow. like, on the last day, I'm just like, I don't want to eat seafood. I want to eat McDonald's. I was, I was like, Jesus, like, 11. Don't judge me.
1: <laughs> okay. So, one really big tourist attraction for Penghu is that Penghu has a lot of basalt. If you don't know what that is, it is basically just that because Penghu is composed of islands, right? And that means there were like volcanoes and the the lava that gets cooled down by the ocean water turns into a type of rock called basalt. And they are mostly a round column that they're mostly columns of rocks stacked next to each other and they're all vertical. It actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And you take a boat to see that, right?
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I think mostly uh, like if you're able to find like a huge wall of rock, they're mostly basalt. And but yeah, that is a huge thing. And it is super important that you go, you know, Take pictures of it and go look at it because uh it looks more like magnificent. I don't know, like it looks more spectacular in person. I would say than in pictures. Like you wouldn't realize how big these rocks actually are. So when I actually got there and saw, I I took pictures with those rocks. It's kind of weird how you take pictures with rocks, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's for sure something that you have to look at and. Maybe you could even look at these rocks while eating cactus ice cream. I don't know. Be a tourist. And this other place that I went to was called, they called it the like small Greece place. Because on one of the islands, they have higher ground and lower ground. And most of the people who lived on that island were fishermen. And they live around the shore. And their houses are really short. like in. In Penghu, you rarely see high buildings. The tallest are probably like four floors tall, which is very short.
0: Mm -hmm. I think it's because of the wind, right?
1: Yeah. They have very strong wind during winter. And I think that that also has to do with like, they have no trees.
0: And no mountain.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Okay. So at that place... You could, like, go up to, like, the higher ground. I think it's just, like, up on a hill. And you could look down to those houses built around the shore of the houses of those fishermen built around the shore. And it just looks like a smaller grease um, because the houses are really short. And most houses are white. They don't, their houses are actually not as old as I imagined, but not as new as I, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like if they were new like i would have thought they were newer than what do you get what i mean
0: (laughs) i i think
1: yeah like they had very a lot of historical houses that they preserved for tourists to go see like those brick houses or those houses made out of like concrete and only like one story high with like red bricks on the roof. Mm-hmm. Like those houses are old. I get it. They're preserved for an, a historical site. So it, it's kind of like those houses are old. Like that's pretty cool because I don't, I rarely see old houses like these in Taipei because of course Taipei is a big city. And another really cool thing that I found out about Penghu was they had a lot of, uh, they have a lot of temples.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it's because like they fish, right?
1: Oh, wait. Is this like about like the superstitions for like ocean thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think because most of them are fishermen, they would parade before they go out or something.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Speaking of houses, when I went there, I think there's this type of special house that is built of this special rock. Okay, I know I'm like <laughs> <laughs>
1: super specific there, Glenn. Super specific.
0: It's like the, the, Um, rocks that were once coral reefs, I
1: think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you know what I'm saying?
1: I did see um, walls built of coral reefs, like dead coral reefs.
0: Yeah, I think they have, like, houses just like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's coral reefs, but it's, like, a special kind of rock that they like stack these rocks together Mm -hmm. and it's, like, a traditional building there.
1: Yeah, I think those are coral reefs. Like, They use it kind of like bricks, and they would just put concrete around it and stick it together, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually super interesting, too, because, like, you could see a lot of holes on those walls. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's actually also kind of scary at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. And there's this really big, not not huge bridge, because nothing's huge at Penghu, but... Uh, There's this bridge called Qua Hai Da Called the Penghu Great Bridge But yeah, that bridge I don't see anything really interesting about that But it's sure It's a place that has a lot of history Because it shows how During the Like the Qing Dynasty People came to Taiwan They got to Penghu first Because that was closer to China And they built this bridge Like it's a historical site as well Hold on yeah. The
0: bridge doesn't reach Taiwan. Of course not. Okay, and you make you make it sound like it reaches Taiwan.
1: Okay. So, this bridge connects two islands in Penghu and it's just a historical site because it shows how the Chinese people came to Taiwan. Like they arrived at Penghu first and then they went to Taiwan. Uh, so in Penghu, they didn't want to sail boats across islands, so they decided to build bridges. And this was this Penghu Great Bridge is a, a big one that they built. Yeah. And I think that is basically it. And be sure to go eat seafood, even though you don't, you might not like seafood, but that's basically all you get at Penghu. So
0: after traveling in Penghu, we would take a boat or an airplane back to Taiwan. Next week, we're going to talk about traveling in Tainan.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode.
0: We will upload a new episode every Thursday.
1: Remember to like, follow, and share our podcasts with your friends and family. You could also share your idea and thoughts with us on our Instagram at teenup.podcast.
0: You could also find us on YouTube, and we will be thrilled if you could subscribe and leave us a comment. Thank you you and bye. bye.